This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. And welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. This is the last mini podcast episode. And this is a really big one because I'm going to be teaching you how you can achieve your dream body. And when I say dream body, really what I'm meaning is just kind of the goal that you're wanting to achieve in the way that your body looks. And we know that exercise and nutrition, you know, should mainly be done because we want to be the healthiest, happiest versions of ourselves. But I truly do not think there is any issue whatsoever with somebody wanting to exercise and eat in a way because they do have an end goal with how their body looks. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. However, it shouldn't be the driving force, right? It's kind of like the incredible byproduct of implementing exercise into our life and implementing a really good nutrition plan into our lives that we can feel really confident, we can look strong and we can look the way that we're wanting to look. So dream body is going to be very subjective to you and to what your goals are. But really what I want you to know is there is for the majority of you, whatever that looks like, and it will usually look like being more toned, which means more muscle mass, less body fat. This is really the formula that you need to be able to achieve that end goal. So let's get stuck into it. We have a, here at GFM, we have created a three-phase coaching method. Now we have worked with women across the globe. We've worked with so many women and this was a process of me at the beginning stages of being a coach where I kind of worked out the formula to success when it comes to someone being successful within their own fitness journey and achieving their own goals. And what I was able to do is create a formula that we now implement with every single one of our girls and it's our three-phase coaching method. Now, what I'm going to do is give you some pointers on what you can do within each one of these phases to be successful. So we have the metabolic priming phase, we have the action phase, and then we have the exit phase. So I'm going to go through them one by one, give you some tips, explain what they are, and then you can actually implement some tangible strategies into your life so you can achieve your end goal. Okay, so phase number one, metabolic priming. Now, this is the phase where you get your body in a position where it is ready to lose body fat. Now, this is imperative and I truly believe that most people should stay here. It really depends on your situation as to how long you should stay here. So the idea of metabolic priming is to really work on restoring biofeedback. When I use the term biofeedback, I'm referring to... The signs that your body are giving to let you know whether you are ready to go into a calorie deficit. So they're going to look like things like your digestion, your hormonal health, how much you think about food, your relationship with food, your relationship with your body. Are you progressively overloading in the gym? What's your energy levels like? What's your sleep like? All of these things give you a very clear picture as to whether you are ready to go into a deficit or not go into a deficit. Now, 
what we want to do here is number one, establish your maintenance calories so you know what you should be consuming in order to maintain your current weight at the moment. Number two, make sure you're eating enough protein, 1.8 to 2.2 grams of protein per kilo of your body weight. And then number three, look at your history with dieting. So what have you been consuming over the past, I'd say six plus months? Have you been trying to eat in a calorie deficit? Are you now plateauing? Have you chronically undereaten for years? If you're answering yes to all of that, then you need to be spending more time in a metabolic priming phase. Now, let's just say that you haven't really been in a calorie deficit before or you went into a short one, then you won't need to spend as much time here. I would suggest if you're in that category, spend two to maybe like two to four weeks making sure that you're eating enough protein, being consistent with your calories, and then you can move into phase two. But for a lot of you out there that have been in a deficit for quite some time, what you want to do is spend twice as much time out of that deficit that you did now in the metabolic priming phase where you're eating your maintenance calories or potentially in a small surplus to build some muscle. Now, if you think, Tash, I've been eating, under eating for like years, does that mean I need to stay in the metabolic, oh gosh, metabolic priming phase for years and years and years? My answer is no, you absolutely do not need to do that. However, I would be saying, honestly, for most of you, six to 12 months, six to 12 months. I know that's hard to hear, but listen, you know, if you've mistreated your body in a way where you've underconsumed and you've deprived it, then unfortunately there's repercussions for that. But here's the thing. Here's the tips that I'm going to give you for the metabolic priming phase. And the biggest one I can tell you to do is to come up with different goals that have nothing to do with weight loss. If you are focusing solely on weight loss and you're in metabolic priming, you need to be there for a while, you're going to drive yourself mad because you're just not going to be able to achieve that for now. The metabolic priming phase is actually a really, really, really incredibly powerful thing to go through because what it does is it really challenges you to start to think about why you exercise and why you eat the way that you do. And what you can see is that when you do start to consume more food, when you do start to maybe pare back your training and train properly, you will absolutely get stronger. Your mental health will improve. Your hormonal health will improve. Your digestion will improve. And more importantly, I promise you, your mental health is going to improve. However, I think that this phase is probably the most difficult and the one that most people want to skip. But if you skip this... You won't be successful. And you know what? At some point in your life, you will need to go back to this metabolic priming phase anyway. Now, I would love to ramble on about this all day, but I'm trying to keep these mini episodes under 10 minutes. So let's move on to the action phase. Number two, the action phase is essentially the deficit. It is the calorie deficit, right? So we've spent time in the metabolic priming phase. We are ready to rock and roll and to head into a calorie deficit. What do we do? Well, you want to be dropping your calories from your maintenance by three to 500 calories. Now, you can even drop more calories and it's going to depend on two things. Number one, what your relationship is with food. Like, so how do you... How do you feel being in a calorie deficit? Can you deal with being in a large deficit or does that sort of trigger you or does that feel like you are being too restrictive? That then is your sign that you need to kind of probably chill out and maybe go on the lower side of things and being in a deficit and make it a slower process but a more sustainable one. The next thing to think about as well is how much fat you have to lose. So the more fat that you have to lose, you need to be in a calorie deficit for longer. 
So sometimes going into a huge calorie deficit to begin with is not a great idea because what that means is that inevitably you're going to plateau if you've got lots of fat to lose and you'll need to drop your calories lower. Now that's not going to be very helpful when you're dropping them by a thousand calories and you're taking off a thousand calories and then you think, oh, I'm plateauing in two months and I've still got lots of fat to lose. You're going to end up not eating a whole lot of food. So start with a small deficit. Now, if you've only got a small amount of fat to lose and your maintenance calories are nice and high, this is where you can go into more of something we call an aggressive calorie deficit where you slash a lot of calories, but you're in that deficit for a short period of time and then you can get out quickly, right? So you're not having to be in such a deficit for such a long period of time. And this really does come down to, like I said, number one, what your relationship is like with food and what you can actually implement into your life. And then number two, how much fat you have to lose. Then we move into our third phase, which is the exit phase. Now, this is the part that most people also skip and don't know how to do accurately. And that's moving from a calorie deficit back up to your new maintenance calories, eating more, maintaining your results. So you need to find out, well, you've got two options here. You need to find out, number one, what your new maintenance is. Now, you can do that by jumping straight up to that new maintenance. Now, we don't know exactly what your new maintenance is, but you can be conservative. So you can jump your calories all the way up and maybe shave off, let's just say, 300 calories from what your previous maintenance was. Monitor what happens there with your uh, with your with your weight, but also with progress pictures and body measurements. If things are staying pretty stable, then that's your new maintenance. Then what you can do is start working on slightly increasing that and seeing how high you can push that new maintenance and still maintain those results. Now, the second option is doing a reverse diet. And I would say the longer you're in a calorie deficit, probably the more likely you will be to want to do a reverse diet, right? Because there's more adaptation that's occurred there. So the quote unquote slowing down of your metabolism. So you can absolutely jump up to your new maintenance still. That's no problems whatsoever. Or you can implement something called a reverse diet, right? And I talk about that all the time. And it's a really good strategy for when you're feeling fearful of increasing your calories. So that's what you can absolutely do in that situation. Now, what is really important is that you do this because what happens is most girls will go into a deficit, lose the weight, then be terrified of eating more and they stay eating at that deficit. But that deficit turns into their maintenance and then they're stuck eating a small amount of calories for a long period of time and feeling so deprived and it's just no fun for anybody. So you need to implement this. It does need to be done correctly. If it's not done correctly, you're in a bit of trouble. Now, Increasing your calories back up to your new maintenance or during a reverse diet, you want to keep protein the same. You want to increase those calories and get them to come from carbohydrates or fats. That's going to be really important. You are going to feel so much better. And do you know what's funny is that sometimes when people come out of a calorie deficit, as we start to give them more calories, they start to continue to lose weight, even if they've been plateauing before. And that is because when the body realizes, oh my goodness, I'm out of this state where I don't have enough food, it will want to utilize those additional calories and can sometimes then lead to continuous fat loss, which is really wild to think about. But it's important to understand that there is a need and a season for each one of these phases and essentially this is what you repeat over and over and over and over until you achieve your end goal and you'll you'll notice every time you go into you know this three-phased method that you'll be number one you should be able to eat more calories each time to a degree 
And then also your body will improve. You will be so much closer to your end goal. So it's exciting. It doesn't happen in one cycle. It takes time. It takes time eating at your maintenance in a slight surplus, going into a deficit, coming out of that deficit, repeat, repeat, repeat. And I guess the fitness and health game is one that requires a lot of patience and consistency, which I know you guys have. You don't want to rush it. If you rush it, you're going to lose those results quickly. Now, we're already at 11 minutes, so I need to go. I'm going to leave this here, but I do just quickly want to remind you guys, please leave a five-star review for this podcast episode. Make sure you're following and you're subscribing. I'm also now on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe there. I'm putting up additional content, which is different to this and also different to my TikTok and to my Instagram. Um, But overall, I appreciate all of your support so much. I love you all. You know that. Okay, until next time, big love, Coach Tash.